Welcome into Don't Forget the Popcorn, the Dave and West movie podcast. I'm your host, Dave McPeak, joined on this beautiful Friday evening with my co-host, Wes Ledesma. We have a ton to talk about, so we're not even going to mince the words. We're going to get right into it. Uh, first of all, I mean, I don't know what happened with this last post on Facebook on the Michigan Podcasting Network. If you're not following us in the area, apparently you're missing out. Yeah. Uh, our last post, the John Wick 3, people obviously love the popcorn pitches. I mean, we're we're at like 5,000 people reached, uh, 500 over 500 likes, 46 shares. I mean, the, the little kernels out there are just coming uh, through. I'd love to see it. The power of Wick, huh? Maybe, uh... the, the, it's the Wick that binds us <laughs> together. Uh, it's the Wick that brings us... Well, I, I actually might bind us together with like some headshots, but uh, so thank you so much to Absolutely. all the uh, people out there. We appreciate all the feedback and the, the shares. So make sure you get... Uh, and be a part of it on the Michigan Podcasting Network on Facebook. Also, on Twitter, at DFTP Movie Pod. On Twitter, at DFTP Movie Pod. But I want to start out with a huge shout-out. We uh, Speaking of the Michigan Podcasting Network, we got a new member to the family, and I think we talked about it before. But I just listened to the pilot episode right before we started recording, and we got a brand new member of the family, Laura Thomaswick. Brand new pod, great name. I'm a huge alliteration fan. So, yeah. <laughs> traveling with Thomaswick. I got to hear the first episode. It is awesome. She killed it. I mean, it doesn't hurt that she gave five minutes of shout outs to us. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's that, the best that was part. The huh? best <laughs> part. That gets five stars alone. But honestly, uh, you know, it's her first time trying it. She wanted to try it out. She's, I can't believe it. I mean, all the going solo she and. Man, that was, yeah, it was a fantastic opening episode. You go Han, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it's really hard. But, I mean, she's been to like 38 states. She's been to four different countries. I could been, believe that, yeah. And it, what's really cool and what, what I think what I was so impressed about, especially when you go solo, felt like she was in the room. Felt like yep. she was in the room talking to you, just telling you the stories. I loved it. A great first go. So really pleased to welcome her into the family. Welcome to the family. Uh, never go against the family, though, Laura. Uh, so we're, we're so glad to have her there. So pay attention. That should drop uh, later this week. By the time uh, we get it on all the same platforms that you can find us, don't forget the popcorn. If you don't remember, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Please, uh, five-star, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, you know the drill. You know the drill. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. I mean, you anywhere you can find your podcast, you're going to find us. And that's where you're going to find the Traveling with Thomas Wick podcast. Last order of uh, busy work business. We like to tease the next week's episode. And... Summer means one thing. What season is it, Wes? Wedding season, Dave. Wedding season. Wedding season. Wedding season. So we are ready. We're we're doing our first post-2000 bucket list. It's wedding season. Why not crash a few of them, yeah, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I think the masses are ready. You motorboating son of a gun. <laughs> uh, so it, I can't wait. I cannot wait to break down that. You know, we, we know two things on this podcast, and it's crab cakes and football. And that's what we are talking about next week. So tune in for that. Wedding season, wedding crashers. Mom, get the meatloaf ready because we're coming at you strong uh, with the wedding crashers. So looking forward to that. But a little bit about last week. I... I, I mean, I don't mean to toot our own horn too much, but toot toot, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we got some great feedback from uh, all the colonels out there and, and everybody. And we did 
We put down the gauntlet. We called him out by name, and Mike Peters sure enough, is Peters a man that's bell, not huh? going to back down from it. a challenge. So we knew he loved Bull Durham, and here it comes. I saved it. He 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 was giving you crap, and he's like, what? The, the boss doesn't share it, uh, the messages yeah. with you and everything? I'm like, oh, no, I want the fresh reaction <laughs> on the pod uh, from you. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to the past episode, we each gave each other uh, three movies, off the top of our head, we had to come up with what we think would be a great sequel uh, and went back and forth. You, Your sequel for Bull Durham uh, was, was The Bull. The, the Bull? The yeah. Bull. Uh, right. Where both, uh, you know, Nuke Lelouch and Crash Davis are managing against each other. He was I, the Marlins. Had, yeah, the Marlins and the Yankees, yep, I believe, were yep. the, the clubs. So uh, it was good stuff. But here we go. I, I want your first reaction, oh, and I'm going to give it. So this, this is this is Mike Peters. It, buckle up. It's it's a full movie treatment right here. <laughs> so right away it started with this. Bull Durham must stay minor league. So Ooh. that was the uh, the stipulation right away. We took it up to the majors. He wants it to stay a minor league thing. Uh, so I think this is a sequel. We said you can go in the time machine. Yeah. I think this is a sequel happening two or three years after, uh, like so, nineteen ninety. Okay. Uh, because I don't think this is Kevin Costner right now. Yeah. Uh, and dealing with that, but here you go. Here we go. Oh, uh, Boulder must stay minor league to keep some realism. It picks up at Nuke's speech while in the show at the end, using the same footage. Then it pans to crash. Here's where it starts. Drinking breaks another mirror at the same bar. So the sequel is shot as Pulp Fiction was, meaning in the 90 minutes uh, of the film, 40 of it's devoted to Crash as a night. Oh, no, so it isn't. And other 40 minutes to Nuke as a triple-A lifer. After his one shot in the show... Mike Hessman, if you will. Yeah, (laughs) He bounces back and forth with usual... This is... I feel like he stole this from us. Usual comedic hijinks. Hijinks (laughs) Hijinks ensue. Hijinks (laughs) ensue. Setting up the final 10 minutes of the movie. So, 40 minutes crash. Boy, I like that. 40 minutes new. So, the final 10 minutes of the movie. The only character that jumps between the scenes is Annie. Playing the two. While Crash faces Nuke's team in AAA, in the AAA title game, and Annie says she says it to avoid the sexist backlash, <laughs> the winner gets her. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, the well, stakes have yes. just gotten higher. Well, Nuke, before the game, passes a note to Crash, stating, well, I guess after 25-plus years in the minors, you still do try out. Uh Movie ends with Crash, who, knowing this could happen, named himself as player coach to fill a roster spot. The game is one nothing, last of the ninth. Nuke pitching a gem, two on, two out, and Crash inserts himself as a pinch hitter. Count worked full. The pitch is out of Nuke's hand and flashes to Crash, fade to black. Oh, we're going to Sopranos. Sopranos. You don't, so you even, don't know. even know. You don't even know. Draw your own ending. Draw oh, your own I ending. love that, actually. Because I, I was waiting for him to say, and he tattooed it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. I mean, that's a heck oh, of a treatment. Really good. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like the player manager aspect of Crash going a little Don Cherry there. Yeah. Put himself out there. I mean, but he's also probably calling like 55 the shots. Five at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I mean, it's a very boy. yeah way to commit to the full script too, Mike. Full I, script. Big tip of the cap to you. I was expecting. I must that. say that's uh. It's a lot better than the bull. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just different. And I bull Durham being the minor mm-hmm. league movie. Uh, essentially, that's what that's what Major League back to the Did minors he throw probably should have been. By chance, he didn't. 
He did not. We're gonna have to fish that out of him. I, I, He's got you got a little bit of time now, or, but I want to hear a title. Or do we? Or do we? Uh, <laughs> Uh, this one's for Annie. Yeah, I don't right. know. No, I don't know. Yeah, that's we're whiteboarding here. Yeah, you can't hold that against us. So, uh, thanks, Mike, for this spending one's the time. For Annie. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, I now see that my my gears are turning. I'm trying to think of a good one. So, crash and nuke, nuke and crash. This is Nash. This. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what I go with there. Uh, anyhow. Let's bring it a little bit more to the present. Uh, we both got to the the Cinemaplex, if yeah. you will, uh, this week. Same and theater too. I I, I uh, came out here to Midland. Made the trip to out. Midland. Yeah. You wanted the recliners. Those plush, incredible recliners. I mean, what an addition out here. They for are. Me. I'm a little disappointed with the no heated seats. I was told there <laughs> it would is be a bit heated brisk. seats. I always got a long sleeve it in the theater. Yeah. Well, there's heated seats and they're not heated. They don't even work. I heard it like they're not up the fire code or something. Did like you that. have trouble with the buttons? Like, I was constantly turning the light on. Like, those no, little like had... little glow lights onto the side, and it was reflecting through the theater. Oh, no. I mean, what were you not just comfortable right away? Like, once oh, I'm I locked in, I'm locked in. Just a couple of really? times, yeah. What yeah, do you do well, at home? You're constantly, like, you're adjusting foot level at well, all times? Sometimes you're on the edge of your seat for, oh, uh, true, you know, true. All right. the Agrabah song, and then you want to sink right back for when, you know, the old one jump ahead of the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. I, I stand corrected. So we both saw Aladdin, and I, I would think this was a Disney movie that most people of our ages, it's probably on that Mount Rushmore. Yeah. It is one of your top four just because it came out when we were 9, 10 years old, and I mean, you had Robin Williams as the genie. Uh, 10,000 years! <laughs> Gives you such a crink in the neck. Uh, so it, you, you get a great role of that. And both of, you and I talked about it in our summer movie preview. We were really hesitant and interested about the Will Smith. Yeah. Everybody was worried about the Will Smith, which I know we're going to talk about. Uh, so let, let, let me hear your review first. I'll give my review and then we'll kind of just bounce off of each other. Well, and uh, I think I reached out to you right after I had seen it. And I. If I had to come on here and give my review directly after seeing it, I don't think I would. I I came out of there not liking it as much. I thought the uh, the Will like the Will Smith's the singing aspect really threw me off because to me he's the you know he's a rapper, not a no. Here's a story yeah. all about L. <laughs> <laughs> not like a you know a true singer, I guess. If I'm trying to explain that, sure. Well. But you know, as I kind of time pass a little bit actually really liked the movie yeah i mean just setting that the first song aside i thought will was really good as the genie in fact i i mean coming after robin williams i mean that's got to be one of the harder things to do and i thought he did a heck of a job with it and the cast right along from aladdin to jasmine well cast well done they both were i thought they knocked it out of the park both very charismatic if you will but uh i thought it was a good movie dave I, i went with three buckets Excellent. Yeah, I, you know what? That's exactly where I went. Yeah. Uh, and part of it was because Cece was whiny and wasn't happy. She had like an earache. I had to take her to the bathroom, so I missed a, right. a good five minutes. So. A couple of bad movie. Uh, 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 you know, the kid one I can't blame movies, as much. But like interruptions, I guess. I can't blame the kid one as much. I mean, that's that's just what it is. You know it what happens. you're getting into, and it's fine. Uh, so, no, it, honestly, that had nothing to do with it. Uh, I give it three buckets just because... It's. I mean, I, I've seen it. Yeah. It's. It's not original in terms of. I mean, you're 
pretty much doing the same songs, yeah. minus one. Uh, and you're doing, you know, most of the same things, most of the same storyline. And I liked the tweaks they made, and I liked the additions that they made, and I liked where they diverged a little bit. Uh-huh. But, and that's not bad. Like, that's what you want to see. Yep. And that's what these live action remakes are going to be. And I know that's what we're going to get with The Lion King later in the summer. But what I was looking for and what I really loved, special effects were great. Perfect. Yep, and seeing the live action remake of the one step ahead of the, yeah, the yeah. Uh, you know, whatever it was. Uh, that was a really well done song, actually. It was great. Mm-hmm. And that actor that played Aladdin, what a fantastic actor. Like his dancing skills mm-hmm. were nuts. Like the dancing at the palace was yeah. awesome. Uh, and what was really cool about it is I really liked the, how they kind of embraced the culture of it uh and where it almost felt like a bollywood movie so oh, like okay. very, very like right out of india like with the big dance scenes yep. and even at the end they had the big dance scene that's that's bollywood to a t like you've seen have you seen slumdog Millionaire? i haven't actually no. yep. so i mean that's a big thing with bollywood movies and bollywood is obviously huge it's like the second biggest place that movies come i mean 1.2 billion people in india uh you know that's a lot of moviegoers when, when i first heard bollywood i mean this is a while ago i thought it was like the what's the like the dollywood bad, like the bad grammys award they call oh like the, uh, uh the oh gosh yeah you know what yeah I'm talking no about, i do though. the but razzies the, the razzies like the i thought that's what they were called like you know uh I can't think of something. Yeah. You know, ah, where's Nick Cage? Ah, he's in Bollywood now, you know? <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> the bad Hollywood. Yeah, it was the bad Hollywood. That's how I initially thought oh. it. Clearly, I was wrong. And uh, now well, Nick no Cage better. is there. Yep, somebody Nick told Cage. me last week and corrected me. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so, I'm three buckets. The things that I loved, uh, like I already said, Will Smith, that was the biggest hurdle to overcome mm-hmm. because you're filling the biggest shoes the best voice acting performance I think of all time was yeah. Robin Williams as the genie. Uh, we've already broke that down in previous pods and I really liked it. I yep, really so thought I. he killed it uh, in that role and brought that boy. There's just something I feel it's like got that charm with him. Like it felt just, really like he's like, he sprinkled a little hitch into his, uh, yeah, like as far as... there's so much charisma. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it's because we grew up on fresh Prince and just grew up watching. Like, I watched Fresh Prince every single day. It was on syndication. Still withstands the test of time, it if you does. ask me. I, it honestly does. Like, I, I did the deep dive, as you can see yeah, in my collection I, I right now. It. I watched it maybe four or five years ago, you know, first to last episode. And there, I don't know what it is, but it's that episode of Fresh Prince. Now, here we go. Fresh Prince breakdown. Yeah, I'm all right with it. But when his dad leaves I, and it's yes. that breakdown, and you see it on Facebook every so often... I, that's the first time I ever cried watching However TV. However many times you see that, I feel it like. Does. It does. It's You're tearing up right now. It's, it's... Uh, but I'm not rooting anything because it's Aladdin. Mm. Most people have seen it. Why don't you want me, man? At, well, but <laughs> at the end of Aladdin, though, uh, you know, with the scene with Will Smith, you get those Will Smith eyes again. It's mm-hmm. like, gosh, dang it, Will. You're, I don't know if it's just uh, traumatic injuries yeah. from the Fresh Prince <laughs> days. or But very great movie. Awesome family movie. It was... What I really like about going to see family movies like that now with the the girls is like looking over and you see the big smiles yep, on their face. They're enjoying like, ah, it. That's awesome. That's a lot of fun. And hearing them talking about it now, they're listening to the Aladdin soundtrack all week, and oh, yeah, it's that, a lot of fun. Yeah, that's a treat yeah. right there. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun with that. So a good movie. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go see it. I think you're getting two recommendations yeah, from definitely. us. Uh, almost, critics weren't left as that high. movie speechless. You might yeah. say <laughs> uh, you did. You did. So. 
That makes me transition, though, uh, to still sticking with Aladdin. One of our very first... Uh, <laughs> one of our very first... Uh, episodes uh we haven't revisited i don't think we've done one of these since episode three or four uh oh no yeah it's been a while uh tales from the vid both wes and i assistant managers at family video we worked it there at the same time we realized we probably have some new uh listeners that are in here so one of the great things of working there uh essentially you listening to this podcast you now know what a shift with Wes and I was like. We would get into these debates. Yes. We <laughs> would talk about movies. We would make each other laugh. Uh, or as Laura Thomaswick said in her podcast, giggle like school giggle, girls. Yeah. <laughs> which was a pretty spot on uh, comparison, which I have a feeling we're about to do here. Uh, but one of my favorite things, uh, actually, let me rephrase that. One of my least I was favorite say, well, you, you enjoyed that? <laughs> was having to give a, a tour of the store. And mm-hmm. I, I completely understand it. And this is, we've said it time and time again, they're not a sponsor. Uh, I mean, we should reach out, uh, you know, wet the beak a little bit here. Yeah. But, you know, we, we just loved working there. It, it's a great company. They do things the right way. Uh, they, they really truly are about family and they do care about the customers. So one of the things that they stressed, and this is stressed, is when you have a new customer <laughs> that signs up, you go through everything. And you are supposed to give a, a tour of the store. And it's it's your way, like they said, it's your way of connecting. And it's your way of setting it apart. It's your way of you know getting that customer service, finding out right away. I completely, completely understand it. And there's times you, you get me on a Sunday afternoon, it's 2 o'clock, a new member, excellent. I'm going to give you the five-star tour. I'm going to walk you through every nook and cranny. Well, not every nook and cranny yeah. of the store. We're not taking you behind the saloon doors. That was not yeah. part of the tour. Don't go through uh, that door. <laughs> no. Uh, but, you know, you have the time because it's not busy. But you are expected to give that tour at all times. And... That means a Saturday when you are slammed Saturday night, you got you know a line of customers yeah. eight deep, and you get somebody that comes up with a stack of five, and I yeah you know I'm new to the area, I, I don't think I've ever been here. Can I set up an account? Oh yeah, that's great. And in the mind you're like, God dang it, I have so many customers, and it's like oh you got to have here, and then you kind of give the quick, and I'm sure the customers now never do this. No, you give the quick, you know. I'm more than happy to give you a tour of the store right now. I, I don't know if you want to just get out of here with your movies, but I mean, I can give it to you later if you want. But I, I mean, I'm more than happy. When I come it back to you on now. Tuesday evening for the tour, we can uh, we can we can put you in there. Uh, <laughs> find me on the uh, the eights and nines yeah. or whatever you <laughs> the sevens and eights. <laughs> uh, but it's one it's one of those things where you kind of set it up, you lead it, and I would say nine times out of ten, most people, no, no, that's yeah, fine. Good. You can show me some other time. But there was always the one like, yeah, sounds great. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, uh, hey, you're gonna have to get up here, uh, Laura. We're gonna need yeah. uh, more at the the counter here. Uh, but I mean, we had five people on cash registers. It was it was hopping, baby, it was hopping, hopping. So, anyways, it got to the point where you just get bored of doing these tours. It's just one of those things that you just know. It's like, well, here's our new release wall. Here's this. Here's that. So. By this point, you're probably like, geez, Dave, what the heck does this have to do with Aladdin? (laughs) So I don't know how it started. It was one of our shifts together where it just started like, let's, we got to spice this up a little bit. And I I don't know if it was me saying it to you or you saying it to me. Regardless, it was a collaboration from that point. Because like, you know what? 
let's uh let's go Aladdin style on this. And then I, I think I looked at you and I was like, I can show you the store. Take you sin by section. <laughs> Look here, mister. Why don't you pick out your new release tonight? A whole new store. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> so oh, there man. you go. Yeah. Sorry. I feel like there was uh, a couple more verses that were a touch rusty. Uh. There was. <laughs> and if you're way over here, it's crystal clear. 241 tonight. R241 tonight. Dave. <laughs> oh man, we, we you can tell we get comfortable. Episode twenty three, we're comfortable. We're in the trust tree, listeners. And I think we added new new verses oh, we every kept week, branching out each time. And I don't know if you listen to that Agrabah song in the beginning of Aladdin. I think we might have Will there. But. Arabian <laughs> Nights. Uh, Sound like Robert Goulet singing Arabian Nights. <laughs> Goulet. Who said it was so bad? That I actually didn't think it yeah, was I might have as bad. Overwent on uh, the. Too I think bad. you just were so shocked by it that it just threw you off. Yeah. So then I went in thinking it was like this is going to be horrible. Uh, like, well, this isn't that bad. No, yeah. it was. I'm like, it was just. It wasn't good. Uh, it, it definitely was. I don't know. It might have been better than Russell Crowe and Les Mis. Uh, I don't oh, know if you've good seen any Lord. of that. Uh, but <laughs> that's not a strong suit. No, no, no. Uh, I was not entertained, Mr. Crow. So. <laughs> Uh, so you saw another movie though this week, right? The one yeah. That wanted, so kind we, of a new uh, release here. We had a good one in Aladdin, you know, nice three bucket movie. And then I gave a, you know, big Liam Neeson fan, right? I mean, how can you not be? The take he has a particular I mean, set of skills. Yeah, absolutely. And tried to use those particular set of skills. In fact, Liam Neeson was really good in this. It's essentially like taking on a snowplow. But uh, <laughs> it it was really oddly directed. Like it was. Uh, to give you a, to paint you a quick picture here, when uh, Liam would you know take out somebody, for some reason the screen would go black and you'd see the character's name and then like a little cross above it, and then it would continue on with the movie. And it did that every single time somebody you know died huh. or was killed. I thought it was really weird. It That's odd. the the whole uh, I don't know the whole plot and the just the storyboard around it. Liam was great though. I yeah. mean, if you just you know, if you just stuck to Liam and his action scenes, that delivered. I mean, that was pretty cool. But otherwise, I wouldn't recommend it. I'm not going to watch it again. I went one and a half, a rare, under two bucket, Whoa. one and a half buckets. A very rare. Yeah. I mean, we're rarely and do for Liam, gosh, Liam, I know you're an avid listener. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. We'll catch you on taking five. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know where you went. I don't know why my, my Liam Neeson sounds a little <laughs> like Sam Elliott uh, a little bit. A peek, a peek, a peek, a peek. Uh, so my review, it's going to be along the same lines. Because this movie, it was messed up. Uh, a brand new Netflix movie called The Perfection. Ooh, I put that on my list just because of you said that, yeah. Now, here's the thing. It's, it's worth watching, but you have to know going in, it is messed up. Like, this Previews is where... Crazy. This is where... Like, this is kind of where I think... Amanda Bergman, my neighbor, uh, who kind of talked about Requiem and people that liked Requiem. It's not like Requiem. It's much more watchable than Requiem, yep. but it's still, there's difficult scenes like Requiem, but it's kind of an odd one. It's one that I don't think I'll ever watch again or ever seek out to watch again, but like, it was just, I couldn't tell where it was going. And I read something in Entertainment Weekly about what it was about. 
And then I saw a couple of tweets because I uh, follow the Netflix account oh, nice. on Twitter. And so they'll retweet a bunch of things. And everybody's like, I have no idea what I just watched, but it was awesome. And like, oh, it's just, this was crazy. And this was, oh, like, so go in not knowing anything. So I don't even want to really tell you what it's about. All it's, a, the only thing, because this is the only thing I read in Entertainment Weekly. It's about two world-class cellists that are in competition with each other. And I'm going to leave it at that. Hijinks ensues? Oh, no. I mean, it's like, and here's the thing. Like, you need to know, super violent at parts. Yeah. Like, over the top, uh, like, craziness that's going to happen. I mean, it's just. Well, I even watched the trailer because I added it to the list on uh, Netflix after you made a comment. I watched the trailer. If I wanted to, I couldn't tell you what it was about, but I was it definitely piqued my interest. <laughs> because it's so shocking. Like, that's part of it, uh, mm-hmm. is the shock value. And I, I'm telling you, the first half of it, the first 45 minutes, I was in. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is something. Yeah, I'm looking forward to This is something uh... special. Second half, I didn't like where they, I don't like where we ended up. Hmm. I don't like where it ended. I, I mean, it I seems I, like a lot with those Netflix movies. They're yeah, right in the. They're not. No, you're they're not, not quite there. Yeah, I'm gonna go with my normal bucket. Netflix. I I also can't recommend this. I, I fully recommend. I, I this is a go watch at your own risk. I'm gonna go two buckets. Oh, I'm still I was wondering if you're gonna go under the Mendoza here's, here's line. Why, <laughs> here's why I'm giving it two. <laughs> I'm giving it two because it's. It had good performances. Yeah. Allison Williams, your boy, yeah. Stephen Weber, Mr. Williams, really? himself, Mr. Sam Piper oh, Airlines Absolutely. Himself. You play a pilot in this as well because oh, he's got previous pilot experience. He's a coach he's uh, a of co- some sorts. <laughs> uh, so he... You would realize that. Yeah, awesome. he, he's, he's in it. The cast is really good. The performances are really good. I just... Uh, it was just a little too out there for me. And I like the twist. Uh, I like the surprises. I just I wasn't I wasn't personally happy with how it all came together, so I I can't fully recommend it. I, I watch at your own risk. Two buckets from me. The performances get it above the one and a half because I was gonna be a one and a half, but I'll still give it two because I could it's place Allison Williams in directed really get good. Out, the yeah, girl from Get, get out. out. Yes, yeah. the girl from Get Out, and she knocks it out of the park again. She was really good, uh, and I don't know who the other actress was. The other cellist. Uh, but she was really good. She was actually better than Allison Williams in it. So worth a gander, worth a look, but uh, watcher beware uh, and, and just be careful. I can't wait to give a watch and report yeah. back. All right. So let's transition here a little bit. I, I've been thinking about this all week. Uh, last, you know, last week uh, or this past week, Monday being Memorial Day, uh, we wanted to transition a little bit here. We wanted to switch gears. Normally, uh, you know, we're very lighthearted, if you couldn't just tell by the uh, the, the store tour song uh, and dealing with that. But, you know, we would be remiss. Memorial Somebody's going to use that against us somewhere yeah, well, down that's, the line. That's fine. That's fine. As long as it goes viral. Uh, you know, all publicity is good publicity. But, you know, we're lucky enough in a, a country like this that we can just come in on a Friday night and riff about movies and throw it on the internet for people to hear. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of sacrifice that went to that point. And, you know, we get to take a chance to reflect on that on a day like Memorial Day. Obviously, uh, you know, you've heard from me being a a history teacher, that stuff means a ton to me. Uh, And I, I try to pass it on to my students and 
pretty much any war movie that comes out, I'm there. Yeah. I'm watching it. I'm I'm Season checking ticket out war guy for sure. Yeah, uh, because I like to see it from the historical perspective. And there's some that are just misses that aren't yep. great war movies. But by and large, at least for me, like I feel like if it's a war movie, I'm starting at three buckets, and it's got to be something bad uh, to really pull that down. And that's a good you point. You know, actually. we're we're gonna go and give our top five war movies, but. You know what? One thing I want to go on, and I'll put my history teacher cap on here for a second, is there's something special about movies that is unlike any other medium. And I saw it today in my class uh, because we we watched the movie United '93 as part of our 9/11 unit, and it's a tough, tough movie to watch. I get permission slips for the kids, uh, so I have the parents' permission to show it, so they know what I'm showing, uh, but. I mean, this is a shocker, and this always blows me away, and this is going to be crazy for you. The kids I have in class right now were born a year after 9-11 happened. So oh, wow. like, think about that. No we were kidding. seniors. You probably remember that yeah. day pretty darn vividly. Absolutely. I know I do. I was in second hour English class watching the second plane hit the tower. Like I mean, watched it live on TV. It's and I Craig Black's class. Shout yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, going class, to, I just remember that day vividly. And then you get kids... And it's weird for them because they they know they're supposed to feel bad because their parents always feel bad and they see adults feeling bad, but they don't. Like it's how it's we not that it's, personal. It's how we man. feel about Pearl Harbor. Yeah. We know it's horrible. We empathize. We feel terrible. But it's hard for us to like put ourselves and in the shoe of, of yeah. what it was like on that yep. day. So that's to me what movies can do. Uh, you know, my family doesn't have a ton of military and the the, the close proximity of it my my grandpa served in the military uh but I, I don't have a lot of you know family members that served in the military we you know have friends that have so we we know you know non paredes yep. and, and ryan snowbeck you know we we served but it's hard for us to ever know and we'll never know what what they went through and what they did but you know the thing is what i think war movies gives us the chance to at least understand maybe a small minuscule part of that experience and it gives us the chance to empathize and gives us the chance to understand you know what those experiences were like and you know what what they had to go through because you know you're <laughs> no shocker here you're going to hear later from me about you know the beaches of normandy and d-day like, I can't fathom that. Like, I read about it in textbooks. I see the stories. You know, I, I mean, I, I read the stories. I see the pictures. You see some of the videos. And I can't imagine being an 18-year-old kid no. storming the beaches of North. But you know what? Saving Private Ryan all of a sudden gives me a feel like, good God. And then my respect yeah. for what's known as the greatest generation is through the roof. Like, And then those guys just go about it like it's... You know, I mean, like they were, ah, you know, you're just doing our job. And it's bravery I can't even fathom. No, yeah, like what I, a perfect way I, I of putting couldn't, it. I can't even like put myself in that situation because I have nothing in my entire existence no. to compare to I'm something. I'm scared to like go in that. a dark room sometimes. Yeah, I was just telling you about cutting down the tree. I'm like, ah, that's way too high. <laughs> that's the that's best. too high. So, it's, uh, yeah, you know, the old, you know, the dad oh, climbs up there and, you know, I don't know, that, that generation, they got that, that courage. Yeah. So, hey. I mean, no, what a good point. Like, it's just, it's funny. And it goes to the point of the sacrifices that are made because we're spoiled and don't have to be like born through fire yeah. and born, like just have that, 
casted through all those things. Like I was telling you, like I'm scared to take the leaves out of my gutter. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm just like I that. That's my Vietnam right there. Is yeah. Taking those <laughs> the leaves out of the gutter. It's like it's embarrassing, like to say that. And that's to me, or uh, watching these movies, watching these movies, like gives me such a good chance to see what they went through and understand. Yeah. And like my respect, like goes through the roof. And that's where like what I love sharing it with uh, with my students and young people because right now we're spoiled as a country. We don't. We don't have, I mean, we're at a war and we have people that are serving, yeah. but it's not a shared sacrifice like it used to be. Like World War II, Korean War, Vietnam, like you're in a neighborhood and 50% of that neighborhood's serving. Yeah. Uh, or you're in a family, Uncle Steve is serving in the military and so is Uncle Bill and so was Every Grandpa. family is affected, every single family. There's not one, like now, I mean, it's like, think about it. I mean, I we have what? two friends really that yeah. i mean two two close friends that are in our circle that serve that's nuts that is uh, crazy and that's where think. like i put those guys on such a pedestal mm-hmm. because they answered that call to service and they they went out and did that and like i i know i tried not to make it like because trust us we know that movies aren't the real thing and we're not looking at it like they are we know that it's that but for two non-military guys like that's our chance to just gain i think an appreciation uh and learn you know especially if it's done right uh i think learn like a lot of these are really i think so i think so i mean that's actually the great thing about a lot of these movies that will have either whiteboarded or even into the top five it's each movie is easy to to get immersed in because you can you know yourself you want to put yourself in that position that and then each time you do that it's like wow this is you know it's crazy to even think of that. Yeah. And it's, and, you know, after that, you just kind of th- you are How'd super you that? thankful that yeah. you have these men and women that are, that are willing and able to do that. For so us. well said. It just, you know, a huge tip of the cap. And I don't know if it is said enough, to be honest with you. No, I, I'm with you. And it's one of the reasons I started that movie class. And it, it's cool. It's really cool to share that with kids. And it really gets them fired up. We've done that Veterans Day assembly the last five years at Glen uh, that the kids have planned and the kids have gone through. And like I, they they just gain a new appreciation. We have yeah. a teacher at Glen, uh, Mr. Clyde, that does a World War II class. Uh, and the kids love it because they learn so much and they gain such a huge appreciation of it. So I, I think you're going to see a lot of that in our top five. And I think you're going to see and hear a lot from uh, both of us with that. So with that being said, my number five, Stripes. No, I, Stripes! I, 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 I wanted to get that razzle-dazzle. No, I, I, we, we still have to, we, we can't be serious all the time. No, it's, clearly it's not Stripes. It's not no, Stripes. I don't know. Let's make a case for it. Bill no. Murray? Right? No, we already broke that down. I think I only gave it two buckets. That's not That's touching the it. facts. Check. The RV is what uh, takes it out of the top minute. five. The break the tension. Yeah, it is. It is. You had, to, you had to break the tension a little bit. So... Obviously, you always start. We got to give you the starting nod here. Uh, I get the uh, floor. What's your five? What's your five? Number five, and uh, I feel like I'm gonna disclaimer it every time I That's all right. go on this. My God, were there a lot of w- movies to whiteboard? I mean, well, twenty. Easily. Can I interrupt real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Because I was a little worried uh, when we said we were gonna do this, just from the standpoint of in my head, like I could only think of seven. I'm like, oh, it's just. I feel like both me and you are just gonna be like, oh, so. Okay, well, it's just that five, I got a four. It's like the shell game, and we're just going back and forth with it. And then when I really sat down to whiteboard it, you're right. I'm at 15, 20, 
And I have some real tough choices here. I have some real tough choices of trying to figure out uh, what do I what do I yeah. put in here. So I mean, exactly. It. So I'm excited to hear what you have. Well, remember this is my list. My list. That's, my read. Always your what, disclaimer. The five wars that, movies that I deem the most rewatchable, yeah. and as far as I'm concerned, I feel like I got to say this because my number five is Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, that is. Of all these uh, movies that I've whiteboarded here, this is probably the one that I've rewatched the most. And, you know, it's not going to be as uh, as serious as some sure. of those on there. You know, you're saving Private Ryan's, you're, you know, you're Dunkirk's, that type of stuff. But it has all the elements of that time period with that little bit of Tarantino flavor into oh. it. You know, the dialogue, heck, that the opening scene dialogue, yes. that first 15 minutes. I mean, if you're not hooked on that movie in the first 15 minutes, I mean, that's that pulls you in right there. But I mean, we're, was that a World revenge, War II? Revenge, revenge, freaking yep. Nazis, freaking and, uh, Nazis, yeah. and, and business is good. And business uh, is good. I mean, it's got that little bit of yes. comedic factor sure. that you can't ignore with it. Brad Pitt's incredible in it. The, I mean, and that's another thing with these movies. I'm gonna keep dipping back to the cast oh. in all of them. I mean, they're going five to ten yeah. deep in almost all of them. Yeah. So yeah, it, for me, Inglorious Bastards is uh, that's going to come at number five for me there, Dave. I I like that. I think it's a a good pick. I think you're going to hear from me, uh, and that's where I like you saying your list mm-hmm. uh, because my list is going to be biased on oh yeah history yep uh, right. and, and the so historical events have a little and going with that and that's where but that's great. I, I think that uh, it's a, a not of the norm pick, but it's still. There's serious parts. Clearly, at the end, it goes a little off the yeah, rails. Yeah, yeah, a uh, touch. A and touch. I don't want to ruin it if you haven't seen it. Uh, but it definitely strays away from historical uh, reality. But I think it's more of the historical fantasy. It's what you would love to have seen happen at the end, that's, and it's very cathartic. That's uh, how. That's exactly how I depict. Yes. And then you know the Brad Brad Pitt and Christopher Waltz, fantastic oh. in it. So for me, yeah, yeah. number five, buddy. And. I, I'm ashamed to say I've only seen it once. Oh yeah, and I keep, I feel like every month when I look at it in the collection, I'm always like, "Boy, I need to get a rewatch in. Yeah. I need to get a rewatch in." I only, I, I it's need a long to see one it. too. It is two thirty. I mean, yeah. I definitely it's on the radar for this year. I, I got to see that one. So my fifth, I'm not gonna lie, this is the triple threat position, and yes. I'm it's just gonna go gut, and I'm gonna end up going. And this might be where we might be similar with this one, but I'm going Lone Survivor. Okay. Uh, I'm going Lone Survivor for a couple of reasons. The story of Marcus Luttrell. Yep. And this was, I, I ended up reading this book after the movie. Whoa. And How the was that? People book say the is book is incredible. Incredible. Just because you said it earlier, I can't fathom the bravery and fathom that. But what I love about Lone Survivor and what I think it gets right based on the book that the actual guy wrote, the yep. Navy SEAL Marcus Luttrell, is I think what you learn, and I, I think Nan makes this very clear yeah. in a lot what he says, like, yeah, they're doing a job and they're doing it for their country and they signed up for that, but when push comes to shove, they're doing it for the, the men and women that are next to them. They're doing it for their brothers and they're doing it for that, and that's what Lone Survivor is, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and you got those four guys 
that I mean it's them against an army, and, and they are putting and we up got four a of the best too. Heck of a fight. Tim Riggins is on his game oh, there. You got Murph. I mean, I know that's a big thing with the the CrossFit world because Murph was a big, uh, you know, Mike Murphy was a big uh, a workout guy, and yep. they do like his workout of the day uh, every Memorial Day. It's called Memorial Day really? Murph. Yep. Uh, so it's it's definitely one of those where. Just the performances. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's great in it. And then, uh, oh my gosh, why can't I think of it? Uh, ben. Ben, what's ben, his last name? Ben Foster. Jeez. Ben Foster. Is, Sands boy, Emil Hirsch. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, it's a, a great cast. Uh, and they all do it well. I mean, the title kind of tells you about what, what's going to happen with the Lone Survivor, but then just getting into that village, getting taken in, and learning more about the culture of, uh, yep. uh, I think it's the Pers- Pershmerga or something. I know I'm not getting the word right with that, but it's the uh, the Afghan culture where they have to take you in and have to take care of you, where you're going to have stereotypes because it's the, yep. the, the enemy, but... Those villagers aren't the enemy. Yep. Those are the people that they're trying to liberate. Say, you got to be able and, to separate yeah. enemy from Boy, just and it's civilian. Just, uh, just an awesome movie. The the action is is top notch. And when you read the book, the movie doesn't even do fi- justice to what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. This was this was a read where man, I I flew through it because oh, yeah. it's one of those hard to put those, down. Yeah, things, yeah, and it, you don't see that all the time with like a bio or a true story. But I couldn't stop. Like it's just like how how are how are you getting out of this? Yeah. I mean, how are you going through this? And it's it's emotional. But what's really cool, and I don't remember because I haven't seen it in a little while, and I don't think they have as much of it, but Lone Survivor goes through a ton of the Navy SEALs training, and those guys are the real deal. Like the, the at Coronado, the training that they have to go through, the BUDS training, holy Man. crap. It's just nuts. Uh, and then that's like trial by fire, man. When you, when you make it through that, you are... Some of the baddest MFers on the yeah, planet. Yeah, and Navy SEAL. I can't even imagine. I'm out of breath trying to get on the raft in a pool, for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone hold a raft full of water over your head for yeah, like 12 hours. Uh, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm just picturing you like <laughs> trying to get on the raft and constantly just falling exhausted. off. Just exhausted. So, so if we're know. drowning, don't look to me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my five, Lone Survivor. Well, uh, right, you'll be hearing from there. me about Ooh, that one. I figured, well, and, you know, I figured that would probably be the one that we would match on. Yeah, it's it heck of a choice, Davey. Right, heck good, of a choice. Good. So number four for me, American Sniper. I'm going with. So what shifting gears a little bit from Inglorious Bastard, <laughs> and go and going to a uh, true true, true story. story. Yes, yeah. Chris Kyle, the most uh, decorated sniper in Navy SEALs history and in, in American history. Well, 160 confirmed kills. Yeah. Is uh, how they said in, uh, you know, a Clint Eastwood. Uh, yes. Clint Eastwood treatment. Yes. One other thing, and I'm going to kind of touch on directors throughout this. I can't like each of these movies have incredible directors, yeah. like uh, Lone Survivor, Lone Survivor. Peter Berg. Pete Berg, yeah. your boy Pete Berg. But true story, is this the first Iraq War movie? Like, no, uh, Hurt Locker uh, okay. was before it, so you see a little bit of Hurt Locker uh, of the modern, like of Enduring Freedom and uh, the newest ones. I don't. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I mean, there's I not like the, Green I, Zone. Right. Green Zone might have been before that. Not about Hurt Locker, but yeah, I just felt like there's this not a was lot. The, and the that's first why, one to kind of yeah. give you that soldier's point of view yes. from you know, I want to say Ground Zero, but no, from yeah. right there inside Iraq, and that was, I mean, like you say, a legendary in military circles, and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's not political. It's not why are we there? No, or why we shouldn't be there? Just it deals with 
the reality of what it's like to be a soldier there. Yes. And just everything that he goes through and then everything that he goes through when he comes back home too. And what? that's, you know, that's what I think see, puts this heck, movie you get apart. goosebumps yeah, even talking about same. just the, I mean, the war aspect is enough, but then, you know, the post, you know, war aspect is, uh, even more gripping and, you know, I kind of tap dancing around it for people that haven't seen it, but I feel like, yeah, you know, well, it's a true most, story. Yeah. I mean, most probably know from this stories. point. So, you know, he obviously, uh, Chris Kyle passes away to, at the end of the movie. But, yeah, Dave, uh, number four, American Sniper. That's one that always really stuck with me. Well, I think it does for so many reasons because we we learn so much more now about PTSD. Mm-hmm. And this is something I talk about with my class. And that was something that wasn't really uh, on the forefront for a while. No. I mean, it, until, it's a I don't want to say recently, but, I mean, no. honestly, within the last five, ten years. It wasn't even a diagnosed condition until... The 1980s, and this is what's a travesty, is like, I, I saw this recently, and maybe they've changed this, and they better have, uh, but, you know, Vietnam veterans couldn't even get care for PTSD because PTSD wasn't a recognized condition until the 1980s, so all the people that suffered from PTSD beforehand, you know, weren't getting the proper treatment for that, wow. and yeah, you're right, it wasn't a recognized condition until just recently where we learn about that and it's so tough and i i i'm sure he'd be fine with me sharing this because he wanted to talk about it uh you know non made a great yep. post i think within just the past week about how hard it is to cope and and how you just need to be able to talk to somebody and that's what i think this movie gets yes. like you do get the action you get the war feel but you get the at home and mm-hmm. how hard it is to be back and then you know where chris kyle really wants to go out and help out other veterans and then it sucks that, you know, that's kind of how he dies is from a veteran helping him, you know, that, that or a veteran that he was helping with PTSD. I but, I mean, that. it's just, yeah. it, it, you know, he, he was willing to sacrifice and, and put in that time and then help out others and, you know, went through that. And, you know, that's another one that I started the book. I just haven't had the chance. I have I bet you that's a heck of a and that's, read. And I've heard it's a great read, and I, I'm looking forward to diving into that one, but Boy, did Bradley Cooper do a great yes, job yes. in that. Good I know Lord. he's nominated for Best uh, Actor with yeah, that. 30 and, pounds of muscle for that role, and, and you showed. can tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's uh, We're going to see a different Bradley Cooper next week when yeah. we do Wedding Crashers. Long but. ways from crab cakes and football yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a great pick, uh, because that was my in my trio mm. of the five. Good, I I'm just, glad I got to chime in on it. I, went, I think I went Lone Survivor because it was uh, the book. I read the book. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the. Why do I like? I I almost consider them similar movies, similar type movies. Lone they are. Survivor well, because they're both Navy Sniper. Seals. Okay. I think they're I both say, Navy I Seals. I think you get that Seals aspect to it. I don't know it. if it's just the same time frame, but for whatever reason, and it was. I, it is the same time frame, different countries. But yeah. I, I think you get that flavor because it's more modern. I okay. Mean, it's, it, that makes it's sense. More then. modern the way it's shot. So number four. Uh, my number four, I went with We Were Soldiers. Oh, all right. Uh, the Vietnam movie. And what I like about this Vietnam movie is it's not the political. Because Vietnam movies are tough. Because they all are speaking out against the war. Platoon. I mean, that's one that, it's a tough one. I think of the casualties of war. The, the Sean Penn. The, you know, yes. all of that. You oh, look at. Casualties of war um, was great. Jeez, uh, Apocalypse Now uh, is another one that they're all something to say. And not saying that they're not good movies. And not saying that those movies shouldn't have been made. But that's what I liked so much about We Were Soldiers was it was how the conflict started. And it was taking the, 
you know, the, the 7th Cavalry, mm-hmm. uh, and instead of, and these are our horses as the helicopters come in and take off. Uh, and it's Mel Gibson at just... I thought his, Mel Gibson was great in that oh, movie. That's I just one thing Mel. I really took away from I that. I really wish he wouldn't have just <laughs> sabotaged his career. I don't even like to think about that. I, I know. still enjoy Mel as what oh, he delivers for me. Oh, I... The, the movies that he was in, I mean, there's no denying. And we talked about this because I, I showed this film. It's a tough one. I showed it in my history class, uh, my history through film class. But is there an actor that expresses more with their eyes than Mel? Like, I mean, the rage, the sadness, like that face is so expressive. He's a I mean, great physical actor. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Let's go back and think of Braveheart when he gives that speech and then you see them. The murderous rage in the eyes. I know we're acting it out right now. We're like standing. I wish you could see the whites <laughs> yeah, of his eyes. Yeah. But <laughs> I think of that. I think of Ransom. Mm-hmm. I think of like all these Give movies. Give me back my son. Yeah, all these movies that he's been in. And We Were Soldiers is such an underrated performance of his yeah. because he's that father figure. He's the older soldier. Uh, Refuses and to come off the battlefield first, when he's... First man on, second man yeah. off, or second man second off. Second man off, man. I'm out of here. Get the first chopper out. Yeah. We got our boys Good luck, on. boys. Good luck. I got one of you out of here. I'm out. Uh, sorry. First man on, last man off, which the movie does an awesome job mm-hmm. of, of showing the first man on a part of it. But it, it's really just such a cool leader. Uh, of how he leads and, and looks over the men and just that grizzled vet. Like I think of the one scene of where there's just a hail of bu- bullets. Like he just had like the, the scope shot off his chest. Like he's just, and he's like talking to a younger kid. He's like, calm down, son, calm down. You can do this. Like he's just giving orders. And he's not flinching at a thing. And, and bullets are flying. I One thing I liked about that movie too is that the, the the Vietnam side that they showed yeah. you too, mm-hmm. like inside the tunnels, the yep. strategy that they're like, yeah. we got them on the, we got them, you know, like we got them on the ropes. Let's no, keep is. pushing. Let's keep pushing, kind of thing. I thought that was you don't see that a whole lot, no. I guess. With uh, and with I do, I do like, I appreciate when movies don't just demonize yes the. Vil, uh, the the enemies mm-hmm. like Inglorious Bastards. I'm fine with that. You yeah, know, Nazis, Nazis. You can we'll demonize, demonize the Nazis. Oh, all we want. <laughs> uh, but even that, I'm sure there was a German soldier, and there were that. It's an 18 year old kid that was forced into service that was n- not liking anything that was going on yeah. and was scared and whatever. Like, and you see that at least a little bit with the We Were Soldiers, and not that it you're you're glorifying the enemy no, or anything like that not. but i mean those are human beings too that have families that they show you know yeah. in the in the movie with the guy that has the journal yeah uh and and with getting See, that i thought that was really good writing really good and even clint eastwood did that with letters uh-huh. from iwo jima uh to to show that and i think when you do that the importance of that then shows hey maybe we should try and avoid war at all costs uh because i Two mean sides nobody coin, nobody's yeah. winning here uh and the other last thing with we were soldiers that i loved is you got to see the other true heroes of veterans and families is the people that are left at home oh and man that was tough all the time we talk about veterans and and when i put on this veteran celebration they are the first to say like how their families are the ones that are the ones that are truly sacrificing Mm -hmm. and you think of i mean 
the the moms that are left home with the kids and just the, running the, the ship. wives wondering every yeah. night, oh. you know, what's you know, every knock at the door, every know what you every mail day. Oh, Holy yeah. crap! Yeah. I couldn't even it's, imagine. So they handled the home front stuff really well, and yeah, I know it's a little cheesy. And I know it's a little over the top, but I mean, it, whatever. Like, yeah, give me some. Sam Elliott in it. You're darn yeah. right. Sam Elliott steals <laughs> yeah. it. And that's, there's even a little comedy early on. Like, oh, beautiful weather today, huh, Captain? Uh, what do I uh, look like? A freaking weatherman? Uh, just, oh. It's, Chris Klein. I know. Oh. Tough one. Good cast. So I love it. Love that. Uh, we were soldiers. Great cast in that. Yeah. All right, top three. Right, I'm really go. excited to see where you're going. We're you getting, got we're me get, guessing. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty here, You got Dave. me guessing. All right, number three, we're going Black Hawk Down. Oh, a Josh wow. Harnett vehicle. Always been a big Harnett fan. And actually, I, I recently watched this one. I got, snuck this one in this past week. Did you really? And Isn't it unbelievable? Yeah, good Lord. I, you know, I knew going into this, like, all right, Black Hawk Down's going to be in the top five. Where, you know, we'll, we'll see. But... Man, this that really held up, and just the build up to it from you know, all right, we're just going in. It's going to be a you know, a couple hour mission. You know, the they're taking. Yeah. You know, I leave, what are you bringing water for? We're there for two hours. They're leaving yeah. canteens behind. You see guys pulling out, you know, their their armor and leaving that behind. Thinking it's going to be nothing. And oh man, obviously things hijinks ensues, <laughs> but it's the war scenes are super intense. And again, this Ridley Scott. Yeah. I mean, top-notch director again just an incredible just perspective of what it was like to be in the middle of that battle i thought i could not agree more and uh i mean yeah just and one one little kind of note about this my uh my uncle my dad's brother was a part of the the crew that went in after no way uh, when the black hawk down chapter chopper went down he was part of the crew that had to go in in mogadishu yeah really right into the thick of things to to, oh you know, attempt wow! To, so that's you know, even a bigger connection with you. Yeah, and it, to be honest, with you, I didn't realize that until about a couple of months ago. He happened to put something up about that. But uh, yeah, Black Hawk Down. I mean, the cast: Josh Harnett, Ewan McGregor, even Ewan McGregor, yeah. McGregor, <laughs> Tommy Sizemore, Eric Bana. I mean, we're. Did you we're know Jamie Lannister was in it? I didn't, oh my gosh! I just right. I do remember seeing him. I'm in that. bringing He's up a copter the, uh, pilot. I had no there. idea. That's right. I'm just looking at the cast list myself right now. And then even when that uh, Tom Hardy, what is Tom Hardy not he in was, with that? <laughs> a little, a little part, a little I bit know. part in that. But this I mean, not... it just goes William Faulkner, your boy. Orlando Bloom had a quick sp- in there a little bit. I mean, there is it's it is nuts. Ty Burrell even being in there a little bit. Oh, nice. It's just Phil Dunphy. But I mean, but, the top Tom Sizemore. It just was Tom Sizemore was roll. great. In that in that uh, particular role, and just when that copter goes down, and Her they're uh, in there, you know, they're trying to fend off as much guys as they can. You yeah. know, they're just crashed. They're oh. you know pistols out. They're doing anything they can to just survive for as long as they can. And then you know, obviously, some of them don't get it. They get it's just it it's heartbreaking. It's it's exhilarating all at the same time. And you know, I just really good movie. Yeah. And it once again goes to the brotherhood idea the leave no man yep. behind like when ron eldred i always liked him he was a great mm-hmm. actor i wish he was in more uh he he's captured and, and or hiding out i can't remember was yep. he captured he no, was hiding he, out he right? was ended up being captured but yes. yeah he was he was yeah you know, they they butted him with the gun oh, and they captured right. him that's right 
Well, they like had the loudspeaker like, we will find you. Yes. We will not leave you by. I mean, it's just that, once again, that's what they're fighting for is to get their guys out and get their guys just, safe. You can't say enough about the camaraderie, the brotherhood, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera, because they're not even leaving bodies behind. No. Everybody comes home. 100%. Everybody comes home. And you, there's just such a such a deep respect for that. For sure. And especially that particular... I mean, heck, they had no idea what the, what they were getting into, and then no. to you know to come insurmountable into that, just, odds, right? And you're going into a complete city that <sighs> hates you, yeah, hates you, yeah. And, and you're there, just and to you're help. there to help, and that's what it's so it's frustrating too. Yeah. But Black Hawk Down, an incredible rewatch, and it still holds up. And oh, just, it does. You know, that, yeah, number three. I I I cannot agree with you more on that one. I I think that is uh, an Excellent, excellent. Pick. Shout out to my uncle Domingo Ledesma. Yeah, for the, oh, uh, great for your shout service. out. Thank you for your service, sir. Uh, and I might as well tell you now that was my number three. Yeah, uh, my all number right. three all is right. Black Hawk Down, and you we yeah, just, I had it at the right spot. You you broke it down really well, so I will. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I have to go on too I much. I'll do a it. better job. <laughs> but I remember, I remember seeing it in the movie theater in Arizona with uh, Cole Moody. We went and saw it in wow. the in the movie theater. What a name over drop. There. Yeah. And just being blown away yeah. by this movie of the the action there was and honestly, it's an event just not knowing a lot about. And once again, that's what movies can do. Yes. Movies can yes. really bring things that you just didn't know about and then you gain a whole new respect for. And I bet like you're just like, Good God, Uncle Domingo is yeah. just a incredible he always knew that he was in for sure but just you don't know the magnitude of what he's involved in until just heck until ridley scott shows you i know (laughs) i know and then the the thing whenever you watch those movies too is like and this is what i tell kids when we're in class is like as bad as that looked and as bad as you think that was like the real life aspect was a hundred times worse like just a hundred times worse i don't show the you know what happens after they're captured or the you know just the it's warfare, so you, just all, like, all bets are off. Imagine how your heart's beating. Imagine being in that stuff, and I mean, it's just nuts uh, to put your mind there. So same same thing here, Black Hawk Down, my number three. Oh boy, I'm right, jumping right to number two. And uh, you discussed it earlier, oh. Mr. Peter Berg, Lone Survivor, and you know, not not to uh, you know step on a whole lot of no. things that you said, like. You broke it down beautifully. Berg gave us a great sense of appreciation for the, you know, the men that we know that give up their lives. And that's yeah. like you go into that movie, Lone Survivor. All right, you know, yeah. you know, you know, it's in the title. Wahlberg's gonna make it out, right? But the the one of the great things about that is that he keeps you attached to these guys, yes. even though you know three Ooh. of them are going down. And it makes it all the more devastating. Yes, because he. I mean, I found myself watching that and like. Yeah, you, you know, Ben Foster's gonna make it. You know, Timmy, Timmy Riggins is gonna still be alive yeah. at the end, right? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it just, you know, it, it doesn't. You're instantly pulled in by the gravity of that situation. And, and the book does the same thing. And so, yeah, and, and I think you touched on this earlier that they're they're giving up their lives not for political gain, not for the good of the country. You know, even though they a are, little bit yes. of that, but this instant, this particular movie, this particular, you know. Uh, you know, situation they're caught up in is for these four guys. They're yeah. d- they're doing everything specifically for them. For the guy next he's home. he's going up on top of that mountain to catch a signal, to you know, to dial in a chopper Murph's for help. Ridge, right? That's Murph. Yep. Yeah, yep. Murphy's Ridge. Yeah. He knows he's going up there to die. Yeah. 
but he's doing it for his for boys, boys yeah. for, just for somebody to get home. And that, to me, that is, that is a fantastic movie. Well, Number two, if, everything that you just said there. I don't know if you did tidbits on it or not, or if you looked at it. I, I can't remember, and this is embarrassing that I can't. I'm trying to do some on-the-fly research here, but did did Mike Murphy get the Medal of Honor for this? I can't remember. If he didn't, what are we giving Medal well, of Honors for? No, I know. <laughs> but, I mean, sometimes it takes a little while to get uh, – to to get those awarded, but I, I feel like, man, with all it'd be it'd be surprising to me just to hear those three men that you know died there not all get it. Yeah, I, I'm I just mean, not a hundred percent sure. Ah, uh, excellent, he was. He yeah, was given. Okay, I, was, I thought well, he was. I wanted to make sure. Uh, you said Murphy's that, Ridge. So, they call that. Or? Yeah, where he did the signal yep. and, and gave that. So and what a good. I mean, not Oof. to completely well you're giving away the movie it is what it is yeah oh yeah 2013 if you haven't seen it by now but just the way that well, he, it will help he dies knowing. up there just that you know on the knees you know on the knees like that still up it just you know he's still not laying down so he's the, still his body's still fighting a little the bit the thing i thought when i watched the movie and this is why i'm so glad i read the book the thing i thought when i watched the movie uh over was i'm like ah like really, those guys were shot that much and are still like fighting like yeah, that. Ben Foster got his fingers shot off. Shot off. I'm like, there. I mean, I, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm like, awesome. Those guys seem more, you know, like BA than ever. Like that's just awesome. Then you read the book, like holy crap, like those guys are like Terminators. Like, yeah. They really were shot that many times, and they just kept rocking and going and like just kept fighting i stub my toe i roll around on the ground for five minutes <laughs> I, i'm out of commission yeah that's it oh, i'm God, done i can't, I mean, yeah, I'm out can't do the dishes yeah, i can't do the dishes so it's like uh, that was what for me was so amazing to see like reading the book and be like my god and then it's like yeah these guys get the medal of honor i mean it's the highest honor you can get is getting that so just the will just yeah the absolute no will, great pick boy this is making me want to go back and see these movies. i know right <laughs> so my number two, I have a feeling, is not going to be on yours. No, all and right. I, I'm going to be interested if you saw it. Glory. Glory. Ooh, the movie Glory. I, I seen this so long ago, I recorded it on a VHS. Really? Yeah. I yeah. recorded it. Denzel. Uh, oh, tried, yeah. Right? Recorded on a VHS when the, gosh, I don't even know how young I was, but that was that was the one and only time that I watched it. It was like on TBS or something, and I happened to record it because so, I was looking forward to this it. This truthfully might be the movie that made me want to be a history teacher. This was 89? Uh, 89. Wow. So I saw this, uh, you know, I, I went to uh, Faith Lutheran uh, in my fifth grade class. That's when we had U.S. history. And we were talking Civil War, that we were going over the Civil War, and our teacher there, and this was a very wise decision on his part, uh, said, oh, there's a great Civil War movie called Glory. Uh, I can't show it to you guys, but if you want to check it out, and maybe, I don't know, maybe you shouldn't have recommended it to fifth graders. <laughs> but uh, I think seeing this movie... Is that an R? Oh, it an is, R? it's yeah. an R. It's not... Well, I guess most war movies are going to be R. It's not overly violent. You're going to properly depict. Yeah, and it's it's. I mean, it's violent. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but I mean, it's it's 1989 violent, and it's muskets. Uh, so it's a different type of violence that you're seeing with it. But seeing this I movie, uh, I feel like it almost invigorated this love of history in me, uh, and I learned so much because it's a civil war, and it's about the first 
all black regiment. It comes out of Massachusetts. And, you know, they're they're given to Matthew Broderick, who's this kind of up-and-comer. His dad's a politician uh, and pretty high up. He might even be you know, close to the governor, lieutenant governor, something like that. Uh, and Matthew Broderick is given command of this all-black unit. Uh, Carrie Elwes, I never know how to say his name, the Princess Bride guy. The prince- oh, Carrie yeah. Yells, Yules, uh, whatever. Elways, uh, Elway? Uh, but anyways, he's men like his, that, yeah, that yeah, guy? Robin, okay, yeah. Robin Hood <laughs> Men in Tights is his second in command. So they go and you know all these African Americans want to uh, volunteer for this and they want to be a part of it and they go to train and they're not given the same respect they're not given the same materials they're just treated second class and Matthew Broderick's having none of it he's like kind of whipping them up into soldiers and you know it's it's really amazing seeing the transformation of this unit and seeing how they're going to be considered one of the the best so they get their first battle action and they fight incredibly they do amazing they're trained to the t uh and then they have to take on this final battle that is just like essentially a suicide mission and how are they going to do and they've gained the respect of the other soldiers you know the white soldiers at this point but boy i mean you go down the list the performances denzel washington yeah. won his first oscar for this you have morgan freeman in there uh i mean it is this as well it is just an unbelievable cast the performances are are just so so good the movie score it it might be one of the best scores of all time uh i i I put it in my top five movie scores of all time i mean that's a a huge score guy for this and there's there's certain scores like when i hear this because i show this movie in the u.s history through film class like there's certain times and there's just must be certain notes when violins crescendo just the right way at the right time, like boy, like I want, I'm not saying that tears will stream, but there there will be like certain notes where boy, here's my eyes are getting uh, misty, and like <laughs> you can feel like your eyes like being there, like boy, if this goes on for much longer, yeah, there could be or... one coming, just wiping away that salty discharge, as Seinfeld would say. So it's, oh, it's tough, man. Good, good. Good choice. I mean, you, I, you it's been a while. I, 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 I couldn't. I yeah. couldn't remember a whole lot of details. I. I just remember. I feel like I. Wa- I recorded it specifically because of Broderick. And it's powerful. Big. Uh, oh yeah. Coming off. That was mo- why. Not Denzel. Uh, but well. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I feel like Broderick. No. Of I want that Bueller. So he had a girl coming off of that. He had a girl like this goatee. Biloxi bl- blue. So he yeah. had a uh, military experience he did. previously. He did. He did. <laughs> Boy, he went on. A, then that's when he got a day off. He went off. on a cold streak. Oh. We got Lion King as his on, next one. Yeah. yeah, it's still looking for that next one there, Matt. Oh, all but right. Good choice, though. Let's, good choice. I am. I am really excited to see what you're. A lot was. of good ones left off too. To be Tons. honest, we'll do our honorable mentions it's, after. I think it bothers me. I didn't even. Have, I forgot about Casualties of War because I wonder if I really. I've sat not down seen and think that of that so long. That's a tough one too. Man, that yeah, that, was that Penn and Michael J. Fox or the yeah. Uh, the yeah, that's that's a really good watch. But uh number one for me and uh Platoon. Yeah. Platoon will always be Boy, that cast. And that, it just yep. It just I don't know what it is, but it's just that movie for me is the one that just it pulls you into the that war aspect yeah. more than more than any that I've that I've watched, to be honest with you, at least, like I said, for me, and it could be, you know, director Oliver Stone. Yeah. 
Vietnam was, veteran. I was going to say part of the U.S. infantry for 14 months and lived through this. Yeah. So you're getting that firsthand authentic. experience, that authentic experience. He's going to show you some, maybe some random things that happen out there that you wouldn't, you know, the normal director or normal writer wouldn't think to put into that, this movie. And it's, you know, great action, the hard truths of this war, obviously. And, you know, I like the 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 view of the soldiers and the conflicts mm-hmm. that kind of come up between, yeah. not just with the enemy, but shoot, within the group. I mean, just the, you know, the back and forth. I know Charlie Sheen was really against the, you know, the assaulting of the girl. I mean, humongously against. And so you're, you're dealing with a bunch of, you know, you know, war starved guys, yeah. if you will. And, you know, your battle in that aspect, the, the back and forth between Tom Berenger and, uh, William Defoe is just, it's incredible. They're two really great leaders, yeah. two really strong soldiers do it in completely different ways, but are both very necessary. And, uh, yeah, for me, Dave, this one still holds up. I'd really watch powerful. it anytime. It does. And it's, just a real powerful movie for me. Yeah, and it, it gives us, I think it gives us an insight into uh, Vietnam a little bit more. Yeah. And, I mean, it's tough. I mean, it's a tough war, and I think you you see the aspect of God, the conditions, the man, the conditions. conditions. Did it ever stop raining? No. Good no. Lord. I think Forrest Gump oh, was The rain uh, came sideways. And, okay. Came right from the bottom. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely think you you hit all those things really really well uh, with platoon and it's just it's a tough war I I, I tell kids all the time uh, I think it's one of our country's biggest embarrassments is how we treated our Vietnam veterans when they came home uh, and blaming them for you know every everything and and, and just it was. Like that timer, the hippies and counterculture. And I I think we've learned that lesson. I think we now, like you can disagree with the conflict. You can disagree with maybe why we're sending troops. Wasn't that the major reason of the protest? They just disagreed with why we were there, not exactly against the soldiers. No, Then again, they were throwing stuff at the soldiers and stuff. It's like, what the the heck are we doing here? And treating them horribly when they came back. And and it wasn't everybody, obviously, but there was a, a... one is too many. Uh, there was a lot. Yeah. When you have people that are risking their lives, uh, you know, for your country, and and yes, there were there were some bad things that happened in Vietnam, and there's some soldiers that didn't do what they were supposed to. But you don't paint with that broad brush. That's anything. You can't do that. That's yeah. any worker in any type of field that you're going to be in. And when you have 99.9 percent of you know the men and women that are doing their jobs and doing what they're supposed to and uh you know we watched this movie in my history class it's called dear america letters from home it's all real footage it's all letters and you hear from the soldier's perspective and i mean it's just people doing their job trying to get back home to their family and uh-huh. and then that's the thanks that they get is is do that and i think we tried to rectify it I'm surprised more guys are just jaded with just- they are Oh, like they are. No, I mean, it's civilians in general. We see it. Uh, we see it when we try and organize our Veterans Day yeah. thing. And I think we finally have done it for five years. Uh, and I think we've gained the trust that we do it the right way. But it's hard to, you know, get some of my, our Vietnam veterans there. And I don't blame them. I mean, when they oh, were treated man. that way. And all we want to do is just shower that praise upon it. And here's what's awesome, though. Like, and it's powerful, man. And it's powerful for the kids. Like, when they see how much it means to those Vietnam veterans, whew, I mean, it's like, it's right now. Yeah. It, it gets it, it gets me on that because it's, like, that's, 
sorry we're like 40 years too late yeah <laughs> you know we're like giving that and uh, it's it's so awesome for them to see because i think so many people just think ah young kids today and teenagers mm-hmm. they don't care yep. and my best part of or my favorite part of the veterans day assembly every year like we introduce all the veterans and like i i just say all right kids get on your feet and let's give them i tell the kids like beforehand like this is where like this let's be rowdy like all. it's yep. and boy Every single year, I tell the kids jokingly, like one year, I just want to let it go. Like I'm not even going to tell you guys to stop clapping because I want to see how long it will go. Like jokingly, like and that's the assembly. I want the assembly to be an hour of just clapping because yep. I think it would. They, they deserve an hour standing. Oh, have it is at close. It. Like I we got usually, forty years to make up. Like you said, <laughs> I usually cut it off. Like around, but you're the like guy the that comes in minutes. the middle with a hand up. Well, no, like I'm like, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> there and it is. it's usually have to like break it, but it's so cool to see that. And you know, I think platoon shows the struggles and shows how people, you know, the different soldiers that you're gonna have, but the the bravery that was still there, oh, the sacrifice man. that's still there. Well, then doing all that and then just coming back home and then I couldn't imagine going through that, seeing what you've seen, you know, losing your friends left oh. and right. And then coming home and nobody yeah notices no, nobody notices nobody is thankful they're, they're actually yeah nobody's thankful they're actually ripping on you for it yeah like Ugh. like oh Get man yeah, yeah you tough. could I can definitely see how they yeah. could be jaded with people yeah, yeah. And, and but at least I think movies like we talked about right from the beginning gives us the perspective and gives us the chance to understand yeah. what they went through to slowly try and yeah. make those things up give us a little uh, piece zero. Shock value here yeah, yeah. Uh, with my number one. And here we go. Uh, don't forget the popcorn first. It's third time atop yes. the number one list. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. If you're a listener to this podcast, you know exactly where and I was going. I couldn't couldn't agree more. I Honestly, I purposely left it off my top five. Knew. I knew we were going to get a Dave dive in. <laughs> I, I so thought I'm, of, I'm happy. I'm I glad. thought of leaving it off oh, I just because like, it's my third time at number one. You can't not talk about saving Private Ryan in this type. But of But if I'm doing a top five, just top five, I think it's my top movie. So what of all do we time. do? Top five, top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm gonna find all another right. one. Top five D-Day movies. Uh, saving Private Ryan. It's gonna all be right. ten different ways to talk about Saving Private right. Ryan on here. Top five Ryan brothers. <laughs> uh, but I just. This movie, once again, I think it's one of those things mm-hmm. that brings Tommy me, Sizemore again. Yeah. And and made me want to become a history teacher and made me fall in love with history and saw it in the movie theaters with uh with my dad uh right when it came out and man uh, that that opening scene I mean it was tough. Like I mean it, yep. I was in eighth grade, but I'm glad oh, he took sh- me. Was it Tom Hanks the shaking yeah. of the water bottle when he's going or the canteen when he's going to drink? It was it was really hard to watch it it still is but like as an eighth grader yeah i know like was i too young i I don't think so i think my dad knew i was mature enough to handle it but i think it shaped me i think it molded me to have this unbelievable respect for veterans and and for war and for sacrifice and just makes these movies so important too to be honest agreed because a lot of people a lot of kids a lot of you know i want to say kids but yeah kids a lot of people growing up I don't know if would have this no. would have this appreciation in almost seeing this like there's no way you know this type of stuff happened. I wouldn't have made it, it off the boat. Did. 
I think I would have just, I, I would have left the pack just on like they were, into the yep, water. Just, <laughs> just called it a day. Like I would have been too scared. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's insane to me. And I know they're just trying to survive and live and get up on the beach, mm-hmm. but I mean, they can be as all shucks as they want when they talk. Like, cause I've I watched can't believe as many made it on the beaches as did, to be honest with you. You're it's in nuts. a you're in a barrel essentially. It and is. They're firing in on you. Yeah, it, it it's just crazy. Uh, and, and it starts with D Day. So the first forty minutes is just uh, an unreal replication of that battle and seeing what that was like and just understanding it. And it's helped me from a teaching standpoint to just talk about it and have some some spots to to look at and even reading books i mean boy they they, once again they nailed exactly what it was like uh and and what they had to go through and obviously i remember reading stories at the time of how hard it was for those world war ii veterans to see this movie and they had like (laughs) like crisis uh counselors on no kidding oh they were ready because it was that hard for them to rewatch and see pull it back to the flashbacks easily easily and but there's so much more because it's once again the brotherhood it's it's making that trip across it's how much is one life worth versus another and you know having that story and propaganda and this is a view that always it is i mean the the water turns red and it's just tom hanks's performance gets me it's the perfect performance it's kind of not where you expect him you wouldn't expect tom hanks as a soldier, uh, but he is that father figure once again. And I think, uh, you know, we talked, I think I played the clip in the yeah. Spielberg top five, the earn this line. I mean, it kills me every time. And how, how can it not? Yeah, when it's... it flashes to Ryan uh, at, you know, Captain Miller's uh, gravestone and, you know, tell me I've led a good tell life. Me tell me I've been good a good Lord. man. He's All great. Right, I was like, whoo. Uh, I mean, that that got me right there. I mean, just dealing with that. So I think Saving Private Ryan, you're going to have to be one heck of a war movie to knock it off. Yeah, of my I, top. I agree. I agree. And I don't know. I, I'm interested. And I don't feel like they really are making war movies anymore. What's uh, the last one? Dunkirk, probably. Oh, good call. Yeah. And it was great. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, as you can tell, we stuck to the American war movies here with it being Memorial Day. Uh, gonna, this is going to be a terrible question. Where, what's... Where's Dunkirk uh, take place? So no, it's World War Two. Okay, so that's why I starting off. But Dunkirk is before we're involved. So oh, Dunkirk's okay. 1942. It's uh, when honestly it was almost the end of World War Two. There almost was no us getting involved. Uh, so sorry, we're involved in World War Two, but we're not really over in the European theater yeah. yet. This is where um, I lean on you for the history yeah. uh, knowledge here. Or no, I <laughs> I take that back. We weren't involved at this point because uh, it was before uh, Pearl Harbor. So yeah, I see what you are without the teacher's yeah, edition book is. in no, front of you. It is. I got it right. It's, <laughs> as long as we get it right at, at some point. Uh, but. No, it was the the evacuation. It was sometimes retreat is the best victory or whatever the oh, tagline yeah. was. Uh, and no, so Dunkirk was World War II, but it's Britain, France, okay. still fighting the, the Germans. So that's why, boy, it would have been close. I would have had yeah. to think about putting it in there. Fury? Uh, is that a... Fury's American. Fury's American. Yep. Where does that... Boy, it's, I've well, seen let's that. talk it's about the whiteboard a... now. Yeah, let's talk right, about the whiteboard. I guess we're jumping around, tap dancing around so, it as it is. Fury, I... I might need to rewatch it. I thought it was just okay. I don't know why it didn't resonate with me as much. I don't know if yeah, they tried I mean, to, good, you know, great Pitt. cast. Shia LaBeouf actually was really he good. Was in really it. good. In yeah, it. yeah, I agree. And I heard he went really method with it, like he like 
made I think he actually gave himself the scar. I don't know. There's some know that's there's some other things that, that I read time. about. Like he he got pretty into it. Uh, but I don't know. That one just didn't quite. Like it was all right. It's definitely worth a watch. Yes, agreed. Probably two and a half yeah. is what I would yep. give it. But I might want to go back. I feel like I was distracted when I was watching. I felt like I was constantly getting interrupted. Like it was one of those that I just didn't get like in yeah. a full sitting. It might have been one where I had the day off of school and Vicky and the girls weren't at uh, were at school. It was like one of those days that I had that, and I think I tried to get a watch, and I kept dozing off. <laughs> so I was like, not nothing against the movie. It's yeah, just like just I'm watching those it. You're comfortable, and it's... I'm watching it at like six thirty in the morning, uh, and it's like, I'm not gonna make it. So what else did I have down here? Uh, you know, Jarhead. That's this. That was a movie a lot of yeah. people disliked. I felt like, but I really enjoyed it. it I did just too. Didn't have a whole lot. It was more pl- like. Uh, the platoon aspect, well, like Jarhead, dealing though, with his platoon, I should say, not what, platoon movie. And what I liked about Jarhead because it was true to what the war was, and they explained it because, like, the they were trained to be these killing machines and trained to be these incredible soldiers, and they didn't get to fight. Yeah, and I think and that's why nothing. people didn't like the movie is because yep, they're they, expecting the the trailer. I remember the bump, bump, it was bump. A, Ball, ball, ball. Like the Jesus walks one. I'm like, this trailer, like you see Jamie Foxx, Jamie. He was Gyllenhaal. really good in that too. They were all really good. Uh-huh. So I liked it as well. It's in the collection. Yeah. Uh and I, I just think people were expecting like a because it didn't really give you a yeah. I don't even think there was really any like uh, battle scenes per se. It's just no. it more had to deal with base and then, you know, going out to find, you know, n- you know, nothing, I guess. Yeah. But you know, I want to say nothing and make light no, of that, but you, you know what I'm it saying. Is, yeah. yeah. Uh Courage Under Fire made mine. Oh, uh, gosh, I forgot my, about my that whiteboard, one. It's crazy, the, it's crazy the whiteboards that you yeah. you, you kind of leave out. How about Behind Enemy Lines? No. No? No. Is that I, the, I like the Owen it. Wilson? Is that uh, yes. Gene Hackman? But it is. Is that Hackman? And it's not It's not based on a real conflict necessarily. It's kind of an over-the-top. Bollywood conflict. I still, yeah. <laughs> I still liked it. Yeah. I still liked it. I actually forgot about it. I didn't put that in there. Uh Still, an, that's just an action movie to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, like when he's running through the, all the mines going off, whatever. And then he had like slide all the way across. Yeah, the there's a, like there's one point where he like, like, the he, like winks shooting. at the helicopter. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, easy, Owen. <laughs> but still enjoyable, still yep. a fun movie. But like when I. When I made this list, it would have had no chance on my top five because I still needed that seriousness. Yeah. I still think you got with Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. So that's where I I had it on my whiteboard. Okay, uh, good, with good. that. Oof. And I, I uh, just what else? You don't my, have it. No, I know. I forgot here. my whiteboard. I'm going to keep going through yeah, mine. Yeah, keep going because I'm Hacksaw sure we had Ridge. That was one that I came. Re- oh, like, I was, my God. I cannot believe. Like, I was on the. Like, I, I gave Inglorious Inglori- Bastards a nod over. Can it. I call a hot route? I can't believe. Can I sub in Hacksaw Ridge for We Were Soldiers? A Mel for a Mel? Because I thought Hacksaw Ridge was God incredible. Dang it. Spider Man. I can't believe I forgot Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, I Even in my shocked. research, and I love it. Yeah. I just watched it out that long ago. It, oh. Is that. Boy, it's been a while. That's where he's pulling him off the cliff? Is that. The, yeah, just let me save one more. One more. Let and me he save keeps going just, up. Let me save one more. Oh, it my was, God. It was great. What do you got there? Yeah, uh, it was Andrew great. Garfield, Sam Sam Worthington, your boy. I mean, a couple of... I am... I'm really disappointed in myself right now. Yeah, I, I, I think I would have had it higher than four. Yeah. I think Hexel Ridge is I was really tap spot. dancing around that between that I'll and I'll stick with my bastards. list, but if we ever come back to... <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> I love the disappointment. Yeah, I'm I'm severely disappointed. Full metal, I'm... full metal jacket would have been on here, but it's forty minutes good, forty minutes bad. Yes, agreed. It's it's a first. It's a, oh, a great movie for one half. Yeah, like it's an all timer. As soon the, as that training, sergeant is killed, yeah. it, private movie, pile. I, honestly, I couldn't. I've seen this movie so many times. I don't know if I could tell you a scene past the private pile part. Yeah. Because that first, it's it's great. But then it, boy, really Who's takes the a... the leader yeah. of the house made for you? <laughs> yeah. That's about it, right? The, yes. But I know, I know there's a sniper showdown in that one burned mm-hmm. out city. But yeah, and other than that, that, I'm with I you. I can barely even remember I don't that. remember much either. But yeah. I think I said Apocalypse Now, you know, mm-hmm. was in there. Uh, that's up there for me. Uh yeah, I just Hurt Locker. I mean, what Hurt Locker. Say? Hurt Locker was one of my another same triple... favorite. Pearl Harbor. No. Oh, yeah, I know. That, That's it's yeah. too much. We talked about this off pod. I wish they'd make another Pearl. Or have they? Am I missing one? So this was on my whiteboard. Tora, Tora, Tora. Okay. Was the great Pearl Harbor movie? It just was made. I think nineteen seventy. Like I was gonna say. I feel like that was a sixties movie. But what was cool about it? Is they use the actual planes, so they like use the flying planes, and I mean it, it gives an authenticity to Special it. Special effects weren't a thing, so they actually crashed the planes in Tora Tora Tora. Some, oh my gosh, really? But uh, the problem is like when they're blowing up the ships, like it's you can tell they're the models yeah. that are getting blown up. So it's like, yeah, still got man. the little red prong on top from the battleship board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I mean. Here's what's great about Tora 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 is it was made in conjunction with the Japanese government and they made it like, I mean, you want to talk about a historically accurate really? movie, it might as well be a documentary because they're going down and breaking down every aspect of it. I just, I think we need, we need I a agree. Pearl Harbor movie because that, that is it, a, it was a love story. Shame. They made it into a love story essentially. And I was young and I feel like they were trying to be Titanic. Yeah. They Ooh, saw what Titanic to, was. I guess I'm going to Oh, look. real close. I like, believe we're talking Titanic's 97. I think Pearl Harbor's 99. Ooh, 2001. Wow. I didn't think it even worse. Uh, I would have given more. They had four but years to digest. I feel like that's what they were going for, for sure. 100%. And, and like even the Titanic one, I don't know how I feel about, I don't know how I feel about taking tragedies. And I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like Titanic made light of the tragedy because the love story came before and i know yes at the end like oh yeah i don't just feel like it made light of the tragedy at all it didn't but and not that pearl harbor's making light of the tragedy but come on you got false deaths and then you got like i a love triangle. did make light of the tragedy <laughs> but you know what if you want to have a love story handle it more like titanic make it more of the yeah. like make it make it a more serious love story instead of like this crappy rivalry of oh hey we were friends and now we're enemies because we're dating but now we're friends again uh and it's yeah, just I so i mean dumb. i get it it's cape beckinsale but no come on, there's know. other things that uh at it's, stake here it's not going on under what they should uh and you know i think of uh i i, th- I think i count zero dark 30 i was gonna that was the next one i was gonna go that on, i have but... i mean the i know it's more of a raid and a mission but hey that's that, war. i They're, thought it was well done a good oh, watch man. really good watch you talk about like osama, it's a slow burn osama just the little whispers of osama when yeah. they're trying to look for him that that whole scene right there is fantastic that's a slow burn so i mean it's a it's a slow it's a great mm-hmm. movie but it's like an hour and a half of build up to a 40 minutes where good god you talk about 
hitting that blue button to in your seat like to sit up yeah uh is is going <laughs> over that so uh yeah that's uh, am I, what am i forgetting i know i know thin our red listeners. line so you you oh, yeah, I did mention me that, that to you I only I just, have seen it once. I just and seen it, we the cast it in, of it, and I feel like I should have. Cast is unreal, and it got some acclaim, but it came out after Saving Private Ryan. I need to go back and watch it. Sean Penn, Nick Nolte, and Jim there. Caviezel. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nolte, I think, was nominated. Adrian for Brody. Oscar. Yeah, Dang. it's it's I mean, a George great... Clooney, Cusack. Jeez. Top notch cast. Woody Harrelson. I, I, I keep finding people. In I need here. to rewatch. Because I was young, and I guess maybe I was expecting a Private Ryan, and it, it's just a little off to me. I, I need to go back and watch it. Maybe I'm wrong, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, yeah. uh, if I need to go back and look. But I feel like a lot of people are in that boat. Do you have a, Go to Rotten Tomatoes for me and see what the audience score is, because the critic um, score is going to be through the roof. Of, uh, I'm gonna thin predict, Red Line? Yeah, I'm going to predict as you're looking up. Critic score for Thin Red Line probably 80-ish percent. I'm going to say audience score like 50 that's oh, going to wow. be my guess. Right. And maybe Here I'm way off. Go. And this is where I want to see if I'm right. Uh, if, if, or if this is just uh, my feeling towards it. But I just remember being vastly disappointed with a thin red line. So what do we got? 98? Is that I'm looking at the correct yeah. thin red yeah. line? Yeah, thin red line came oh, wow. out. Favorable. We got an 80-80. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. That is a certified fresh movie, my man. I knew critics liked it. I knew the critics liked it. I can't it, believe so. it, eighty percent. What do you look for more in uh, when you're looking at Rotten Tomatoes? You going critics or you I'm going critics. audience? I'm a critic. Really, snob. I'm pure audience. I'm a snob. I'm the critic snob. I think critics but, always like uh, it was they're, they're, they lean more towards the like uh, an artsy type film, I guess. Here's Your where aromas. I, or, yes, but here's where I go with critics. Like I won't not watch a movie. If it has like a bad critic consensus, like if okay. it's a forty percent, I'll know I'll still probably like it. Yeah, uh, and, and that that's a sign. If the critic consensus is low, but the high audience, I, I'm probably on. But like, I mean, I I'm if it's a good critic scored movie, I'm I'm watching it. Like See, that's it's, a, if it's a if it's a high critic low audience, I'm probably avoiding it. Are you? I'm yeah, a, I'm a man I, of the I'm people, Dave. No, I'm with <laughs> you on that. But I feel like sometimes they can spam. Some of those movies. Uh, That's become a thing yeah. recently that they're looking at. That's so a good point. So we no, gave you a lot. No Tropic Thunder that didn't uh, make the cut. 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 <laughs> cut. Uh, not for this because I wanted to keep it serious. But boy, uh, I mean, it, I think that might be a separate bucket list to look right. at when it's maybe a little bit lighter fare, uh, because it is an interesting look uh, at war movies and how you want to handle certain things, and definitely more comedic. Uh, but. I don't know. You no, never, I thought we had a good. You never good go full gun. thunder. Never uh, go full thunder. <laughs> can't do it. No, I. I you, let me get your closing thoughts as we finish up. Well, it just great list of movies, yeah. obviously, and then even more being left out. But I think uh, more so today is just the you know big tip of the cap to you know everybody that you know. Yeah, we watch it out of movies. We try to put ourselves in that yeah. impossible situation in something that I could never even fathom doing or don't don't even have the ability to do. And so I'm just. Again, I know I said it before, but yeah. super thankful for people that do that and put themselves out there like that. Yeah, I can't say enough about it. It's well said, my man. And, uh, you know, that's always my thing. And I, I've said it, I think I've said it to Nan in, in messages and I've said it to other things. And I don't know if it's the history guy in me now and looking at all these things, I almost feel this sense of guilt that I didn't serve. Like, I feel like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's just like, man, like, I, I feel like, so inferior and like doing some of these things. So that's like why I started doing the veterans day. It's like, 
it's my way of trying yeah. to give back to that and try to like live up to the ideals that are there. Uh, and I know military service isn't for everybody. And I, I don't think it would have been for me. I, I don't yeah, know if I'm, I'm not sure how long I would have lasted there, Dave. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could have. I, I really don't. I just don't know if you know I'm I'm made up that way. But boy, like you said, am I happy? There are people that that are willing to do that, and that's what makes this country amazing. That's what allows us to goof around and talk about yeah. movies and and do those different things and go golfing on Wednesday nights and whatever it is is because of the supreme sacrifice and I think these movies give us an idea and build that common bond uh, that at least we can hopefully have an appreciation for it. So, you know, I, I'm glad, you know, we definitely, our first half hour, we kept it nice and light. And I, I know we went more serious. We showed that we can do it. We show that we have kind of show the range. Yeah. Many hats on, uh, you know, on the episode. We, we hope that you enjoyed it. I mean, we looked down, the bucket is empty. Uh, it is time for us to hit the road. Uh, hope that you enjoyed it uh, and, and get that feedback back to us. On the Michigan Podcasting Network, we want to hear what are, what are your favorite war movies? What yeah. are the, the movies that impacted you the most? Uh, what would you look at as your top five? And you know, hear that interaction. We definitely are doing a complete 180 next week. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, we went more serious this week. We are getting to the light. Uh, we're calling a hot route, if you will, a red seven, a red seven, because uh, we're doing wedding crashers next week. So make sure you join us uh, as we head to Maryland for some crab cakes and football. For Wes Ledesma, I'm Dave McPeak, and we will see you next week.